Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Whiteley. I, I, do you know what? I, I took like an out breath just as I was about to say that. So it came out as, hey guys, welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit I'm Alex Whiteley. And joined with me today is my uh, is my co-host, Shane Hinton, Biscuit Bros for Life. Bro. Biscuit Bros for Life. <laughs> You're right. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Today I'm sponsored by beer. It's been a, it's have been have a... you um have you turned your mic on, Al? Yes. Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. You sound beautiful. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. So I've got to explain. We're joined <laughs> by Ed Ryder and very short, soon Sean Horgan uh, from uh, the, the the short film Country Lines, um, and we did this interview last week, didn't we, Ed? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we did. And uh, for, okay, so what happens is right, um, Streamyard and Zoom and everything else all has different settings. And sometimes when you use one setting from one thing and then go back to the other, it'll reset. Shane's had this problem with Zoom before going from Zoom to Streamyard. Uh, I'm supposed to be the expert, the guy, the Don, the Daddy. You know, I'm supposed to know what I'm doing. I forgot to switch microphones, and so. Not just the interview I did with Ed and Sean, but the interview I did with the High Sheriff and the interview I did with Reach, um, Rob Hughes from Reach. So three of my interviews were thwarted by me not making sure my microphone was on. So and we have to redo this. Sean, Hi, Sean. Us. Hello. How's it going? You're right. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So this is this is this is Sean. Uh, he's joining us. I was just explaining uh, my mishap with the microphones, Sean. And uh, uh, Sean, doing this. Sean have, you, have you just woke up? Because it looks no, like you've just woken up. No, my my nan's downstairs on the porch talking to my girlfriend. I've had to relocate upstairs. I'm trying to find somewhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have got we've got plenty to talk about this episode. Um, there's there's a few issues if you like we get given these press releases right uh, which are really interesting facts about what's going on throughout the town well, excuse me but I don't know what to do with them because um, our social media is very much like what we're doing things like uh, I don't know how to just like put them things on social media so I thought we'll read them out <laughs> at the end of the show so we've got a few things to talk about um, uh, but for now let's uh, introduce our, our, our guests Ed and Sean uh, how are you gents are you good are you alright today I'm just enjoying seeing Sean getting ready. Does he realise that he's uh, live? Yeah. So, the cameras aren't live, are they? For it. Oh, yeah, this is live on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Say hello to our fans. Hi, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love mate, this. You okay? You saw I'm right. How awkward that I've got this little bit of hair on the side of my head that won't go uh, down. Oh, oh, yeah. We don't, we don't have that problem. Yeah, we don't have I'll just try and style it out. There we go. Just, just wrap okay, it. Okay, so with it. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, uh, make sure you go and look for it after the show or I'll forgive you for him going away and just watching a little bit of it now, but no, wait till after this episode. I nearly swore then. Um, <laughs> Country Lines is a very fun short movie. Um, I found it on the Shropshire Investigates Facebook page. It popped up one day. I looked at it, and it's one of the most charming things I've seen. It really did charm the heck out of me. Um, it's a it's a short film comedy mockumentary, I think you'd call it, based in Wem, about moped, moped crimes that are going on. It's brilliant. Um, and, Ed, you, cre- you wrote this and directed it. Is that right? Yeah, I wrote this mother. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> yes, it came about from uh, a show, uh, an actual documentary, which was 
very similar but not quite as funny and um yeah i don't know I, I, there's so many documentaries out these days um like week after week just absolutely pile them out don't they and um so i just like seeing the random ones which are kind of like not as good and then they kind of give you a little um bit of creative spark to make a mockumentary out of them which i was looking to do at the time and um yeah it just came from uh, a um a moped crime documentary which obviously was supposed to be serious but there's so many ele elements to it which were uh just odd and like a bit funny like you know the main character in it was um basically came across like she had a love interest in one of the moped crime boys and um it was just like various locals kept popping up and coming out with this um this crazy talk and yeah it just made me think okay we can do something with this and then obviously i thought let's just set it in wham it just sounds right um so <laughs> that's kind of what happened really. it's got a bit it's got a bit crazy but yeah um of all places to choose why when i was just about to say that i was just about to say why when <laughs> um well i went to school there so i've got um a bit of an angle on the place and uh yeah it's um i don't know i suppose yeah i suppose the, big, the school thing was a big a big thing for me and i kind of know know it inside out so to speak and yeah I just, i've always liked the idea of um stuff that goes on in the city coming uh to the countryside and just what happens when they mix and um there's a character i've been working on for years who's kind of a city entrepreneur who's like um a, a bit of an idiot who like comes to the countryside takes over his father's farm and then just starts doing all this sort of city stuff it's not working at all and yeah it's like the idea of the two worlds mixing really urban and and, and uh, rural it reminds me of hot fuzz you know oh, <laughs> It's got a bit of element about that. Um, yeah. But I was saying to you last week that the reason I love this, uh, this is because there is an element of, of comedy that's sort of missing from TV these days that I, I certainly grew up on. Maybe Shane, he's a little bit younger than me. And that's things like Fast Show and Harry Enfield and those sort of sketch shows that have a very short but gripping uh, but brilliant sort of explosive comedy element to them and you don't really see that as much anymore and i feel like there's a massive gap there just to try and reel people back into watching things like that yeah definitely enough I've, I've been um pestering sean with little videos on uh i've found on twitter and instagram and stuff it seems to be getting um a little bit more popular and people are really starting to get some um uh well some followers basically from from really good little short videos and i'm talking about even obviously a lot shorter than our our film is uh, 11 minutes um but um yeah it seems to be like if you've got like a little snippy idea i think we've all we've all we all had them ev every day when we're walking around and we just sort of frame this particular humorous situation and like this is literally like a few seconds and just pad that out and all of a sudden you've got like a two minute sketch and and that's basically what people are doing i think and I, yeah it's certainly um because yeah like the the, the uh, beauty of the fast show is that if you didn't like it you just wait two minutes or less and then someone else pops up which is completely different oh, i'm considerably um, like richer kind of than yow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> what was the one with that guy who just kept running off Do you remember that or was that the first show he just kept running off all the time going come on come on and just running and running i thought yeah it's just so rough Oh, suits you. Oh, yes, it does. Rather, suits you to the front set, suits you to the back set. <laughs> um, Sean, we've given you a few well, minutes to sort of acclimatise to things and put your hair down. 
and getting Jeez, breath it a little bit. It's, it's a, I've never had this tough in my life. Oh, you're I've a beautiful looking hair. guy, so don't worry about that little tuft of hair. Don't worry about it. Um, we're you. very privileged to have you here on the show today. Um, but no, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk a bit about you um, and, and what it is you add to add to this. Uh, so, want to introduce yourself and what you do? Uh, so I, I act in country lines. I play the part of Bry. Um, away from acting in comedy shorts, I, I do a bit of stand-up. And also I write sketches myself. So, it, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Bry is a fantastic character that should be um, should be embraced and loved and, and sent out into the world. And, and just, it's like... Um, I, I love stupidity in things. Really simple, stupid, but very clever humour. And there's a scene in Country Lines where um, <laughs> the, the the interviewer walks in and Brian's like, uh, want a wagon wheel, a Fanta? <laughs> <laughs> he does it twice. He does it twice in the short. He does it, um, to, yeah, he does it twice. I know. Both times I laughed. Want a wagon wheel? <laughs> Um, I keep saying it to Ed. I think Bry's a great character. Maybe something can happen with him in the future. Who knows? Chronicles of Bry. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yes. you, yeah, because I'm not. I'm. I grew up in London and I moved to Shropshire, so I'm. I'm not naturally. I, I, I've never driven a tractor before until I met Ed. But um, it, it, it it come quite naturally just meeting people around here trying to adopt little things that they do and yeah, he was a lot of fun to play I, th- I think if you know if the opportunity had come to play Bry again I'd definitely take it nice, I, nice what was it like getting getting the hang of the accent well I, I've, I've lived here for 16 years and I've got friends I hate to say it, I'm not going to mention any names but Bry is some of my friends <laughs> 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 lads I've played rugby with as I've gone to school with, right, man? Like, I know. How do you, man? <laughs> I won't mention any names, but yeah, I've definitely seen those guys. So it's quite nice to um, sort of just play them, I guess. <laughs> well, last time we spoke, uh, guys, we were talking about improv and stuff because you said that Ed, there was a lot of things in in country lines that was improvised, and you, here's a point from A to B. We've got to go there. Let's just let's just have some fun, and a lot of it worked in what you did um we've got to re- we've got to recap over that and how it is how difficult is it to write something that involves a lot of improv or is it a case of i've got a script i don't mind if people sort of merge away from the the original text is that how it is uh yeah basically i think different writers different ways there's certain um shows i think friends for example which is just like that's what i've written that's what we're going to say and and, and you know, to be fair obviously it works you know <laughs> they've had a bit of success out of, out of the back of it but um other shows are on the other side and it's just kind of like um a bit of a mashup really and you know things like uh this country for example or or people just do nothing which I said very posh then people just do nothing people just do nothing which are um like all the cast getting together and just yeah just like chatting the lines through seeing what works and just being very like open about it I'd prefer that side of things but I think you've got to get to that point first you know you've got to like we had three quite long rehearsal um dates um with the characters uh, uh, and the actors sorry and um it was only by the pretty 
end of the second one and the third one where I think the actors were like confident enough and like um well yeah confident enough basically in in their own character and their own views um to be able to like really start to kind of hit those sweet spots without sounding um too odd but uh yeah so and that's when the kind of magic starts to happen a little bit and you start to see them kind of taking on their own life a little bit the characters and um, yeah Sorry, sorry, I didn't cool, mean to interrupt you, but I was thinking this the other day when you said about the improv, and it's something I wanted to say back when we spoke first time. But yeah, improv is great, but that the rules of improv come from good writing. So Ed, from the time we sent the screen tape off, there was he had an idea and he'd written about what Bri wanted to be. So the guidelines are there to then go off, and it you wouldn't have had that without the writing in place at the first first time round. So if Ed didn't write down what he thought the character was, you wouldn't be able to go off and play with it. And like we said, improv is play. And if you can't, you know, every game has rules. And we was able to have fun and work out who he was because it, the groundwork was there of what type of character he was going to be. And that, that all came from Ed's writing. And also, I mean, it's nice to add a bit of you into it as well, isn't it? I mean, like... Yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah. yeah yeah, because you know you can say, yeah. oh, he's he's a, he's a simple guy, a little bit sensitive, he's trying to show up for the crowd, sort of thing, you know. Uh, you that's but me, like, Alex. You've got... <laughs> <laughs> that's me. And me and Shane, me and Shane had a bit of experience with that because we we work for some wonderful people at the prison, and we have them for a while uh, during prison yeah. break, um, uh, the Halloween park that they run there. And a shout out to all the uh, our prison family, by the way. You're all amazing. Um, and you know we have that. We ha we have like breadcrumbs. You have like okay, so you're this character. You've got to do this, 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 and this. There's no script. Off you go. Uh, yeah. It's more to it than that because they're brilliant at what they do. But like you know, it's 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 fun. You do kind of adopt that role, don't you? You kind of just you just become that yeah, role, and yeah. you, you just sort of you do off the top of the head, you know. Especially when it when it comes to immersive. Um, stuff it, it is very much sort of you have to be snappy yeah I, I remember one of the, the first things that Ed was saying is that like yeah. Bry wants people to like him he wants the Tom's character Myth to like him and obviously Amber's there this new person uh, Victoria he wants he wants them to like him want so, a welcome wheel yeah when you're doing that, when you're saying like, like <laughs> yeah exactly you can you get a feeling for it, so you know how he's going to say it. You know how he's going to ask it because you know that he wants them desperately. He's not really aware of the situation, and he wants them to like him. And that comes from the writing, I think. Improv is fun, but that does come from the writing. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, I, I I love what we do at, yeah, at the prison. It, and it, um, the vast majority, sorry, the vast majority. I think there's a bit of a network lag. Yeah, yeah I think and so. your, your internet's not say, very um, good. A lot of the uh, shows that come out. Give it a shake. <laughs> oh, is it me? Yeah. yeah. Are you on? Are you on Wi-Fi? Do you, have you have the the possibility to maybe switch to four G? Sometimes that helps. My bad. I have to open the door. Open the door. Stick your tongue out. It might help. Oh, okay. I thought I opened the. <laughs> we used to have a house like that where you'd have to like yeah go and stand in the corner okay. and like hold you your foot. Put, like, your foot. Trying to say That's it, and then put your foot behind your head, and then stick your tongue in your cheek, 
and then that's a very you know, problem, isn't it? Because the ha the houses are so old and stuff. The the walls are so thick that you lose signal I, here and there. Can you say that, Sean? Right, because I I run London for and, and Kent for work, and right. I generally find that there's so many black spots in in London and Kent. Either that, or my or my, or my guys just don't actually want to talk to me, and they're just deliberately turn the phone off. But like, excuse. <laughs> but 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 it is terrible in London because of all the all the high rise buildings and stuff. You know, it's it's um. Oh, it looks, like got, it looks like we've got Ed back. There Are we go. Back, Ed? Hey, I got. I've been trying to make this point about three or four times now. I, I'm yeah, nailed cool. this time. Are you good now? Are you good? Um, Nobody move. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. I think. I think. So. Um, uh, yeah, I was just. So, oh, oh dear. Hang on. Let me. Let me just make a couple of. Uh, Changes two <laughs> seconds. Talk amongst yourselves, guys. Let me see what we can do. Okay, so um, when we talk about this, 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 this program, uh, this, this film, and what this is, uh, we were talking about how sometimes things can become a, a parody of themselves. And the example I gave was um, British newsreaders talking about the Beastie Boys coming to the UK. It's one of the most amazing bits of footage you'll ever see. And as these straight-faced, big glassy gu glasses guys sat there in front of the camera like, these are the scariest hip-hop group in the world. They trash hotel rooms and they're coming to the UK! And they're like getting so scared about the Beastie Boys coming over. If you uh, go and watch, find that footage, Google it, try and find it. It's one of the most deadpan, ridiculous things you'll ever see. And it's not meant to be as comedy, but it becomes all, almost uh, like this, this historical bit of just art because it's, well, it's, like, it's like satirical isn't it it's, it's, it's satire it's tongue-in-cheek you know it's, yeah yeah uh, and that, i think uh, that's uh, where a mockumentary sort of sits is it's kind of like yeah. it tickles reality a little bit you know it's kind of like oh i recognize this i recognize the the model of this and that's what i got from country lines you know it's got that sort of um and we're here in Wem today, you know that, that's straight away you, you're like oh yeah i've seen this on on, on itv before you know well, let's, let's look at Shrewsbury itself, like from the, from an outsider's point of view. If you look at the Shrewsbury, you've got like an English bridge and a Welsh bridge. So immediately, people from outside in are going to think, "Well, everyone on the Welsh side of the bridge is going to be talking in the Welsh accent." <laughs> you know, like we're quite lucky in Shropshire that, from an outsider's point of view, that there's so many things that we take for granted that could be quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. something that's worth looking into. Let's not tell him about Rogue Lane then. Because <laughs> um, so, I want to ask him what the about the feedback of this. Uh, by the way, guys, if you're watching this, uh, get in the comments. If you've seen this video, uh, this film, should I say, and, and you want to throw in some comments, ask some questions, please please feel free to do so. Ed's muted at the moment. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, StreamYard hates the Shrewsbury Biscuit. The boat missed. Can I unmute Ed? Is he right? Oh, Ed he, looks um, like a hostage. <laughs> Yeah, so. <laughs> we will pay the ransom to get you back, Ed. I think he's sat on the London. So <laughs> he needs signal. Right, sorry. Um, yeah, she does. <laughs> can we hear you, Ed? Let's let's give Ed a bit of a run up. Come on. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, hello, hello. Do you want to make that point, Ed? Can you hear me? You're back now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yes. Now, so, um, uh, the vast majority of films and, and um, TV episodes, comedy-wise, they'll, they'll follow a, a certain structure that's worked in the past, like a relationship between the characters. And um, yeah, Bry and 
Myth, the two main characters in, in the short film, Country Lines, are basically based on um, people just do nothing. If people have seen that on BBC Three, it's quite a big hit on iPlayer. And uh, so their relationship and Country Lines was basically based on that um, with the kind of um, sort of dopier one, no offence, Sean, dopier one sort of looking up to um, the, the kind of slightly more successful one in, their, in his own way. And um, yeah, just that kind of power struggle, basically, of, of Sean's character always trying to be liked uh, and kind of working for that all the time and, and, being, and happy to be trod on, you know, um, mm. just as long as it means that he's close to his little buddy. Um, so, yeah, you can basically take those structures and just put in, you know, a new location, a new person, a new, like, um, set of personality traits. But, but the structure's are already there, so it's really helpful just to follow it. That, that structure allows you, I suppose, to create the humour from their thoughts. Mm. So, yeah, uh, it's um, is this typical of you, Ed? Is this the kind of thing you like to write, or is it yeah, a, yeah, a, a mixture yeah, of genres? We'll, uh, yeah, I think this one. Yeah, basically, I mean, I was talking about sort of finer details, but yeah, let's just let's take a step back then for a minute. Basically, yeah, mockumentaries. I'm, I'm really keen on. I like that. Um, that kind of uh, little gap between reality and, and comedy. Um, as I say, that you know, that point when you're sort of sitting back at a meeting and just thinking, like, this is a bit weird, and this is quite funny, actually. <laughs> just, as I say, there's a few inches, and that's what you get mockumentary, a, bit, a little bit of space. But it is, it is tricky, because I, I think, looking back, the start of the film, I think is a little bit too serious, perhaps. If I was to make some change, I'd probably put a few more jokes in, but... That, it's, it is tricky because then all of a sudden it becomes a bit too slapstick and then you're kind of losing what you're looking for so it's quite a, quite a fine line I think to um, to tread but yeah to answer your question I'm interested mockumentaries they kind of allow you to like um, you know get, I also wanted it to be like something interesting I like the idea of comedy being based in an interesting situation I'm not really one for blokes like sat around in a flat just chatting about fart jokes or whatever like I quite want to like find out about underground cultures and be based in interesting settings so that, that's um yeah another thing I wanted to do I, th I think it's something really I interesting I was about waiting that, to get the beer like in your mouth before I stop talking <laughs> I, I I need it today it's been one of those days honestly do you ever wake up in the uh in, in, in just like Enter clumsy mode as soon as you get out of bed. Like it's just it's been the clumsiest day for me. I feel like I've been like I've dropped a few IQ points and just been a complete idiot all day. And tomorrow I'll be like, you know, <laughs> in the groove, making sure. What are you gonna say, Shane? You I, 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 that was not what I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna what? say. <laughs> like, do you ever wake up and just think, oh, I could just do with a bottle of beer? And I was like, do you need some help? Me? Are you okay? <laughs> we're not there yet. We're not there yet, Shane. <laughs> You only didn't. You, know, you only forgot to turn your mic on, mate. You didn't need to like go that far. All right, just chill. <laughs> like, like three, three shows are ruined because of it. <laughs> Alex, have you got us all together just for an excuse for you to have a drink? Oh no, I'm doing. I'm doing you, Sucre. I don't. Yeah, okay. don't worry about it. It's uh, this just gives me a bit more of a run up. <laughs> um, Ed, are you working? Are you currently working on anything that's linked with this, or have you got other projects lined up that um, you've been trying to? Or maybe lockdown's given you a bit of time to write things. Um, and we'll throw the same question to Sean afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been kind of um, playing around with like what to do next. 
like it's <laughs> so it's quite precious about it. I don't know what's the matter with me, but um, yeah, like I'm considering either doing something like a number of short pieces. I've just been talking to Sean about like literally, you know, like sort of two minutes and it's really simple stuff like this, like talking to camera and trying out characters and stuff, which I think is really helpful for for um, putting flesh on the bones of, of characters that you want to explore more. Um, so that's kind of one thing that I want to look at and also just exploring like bigger ideas. Um, so sort of another short film, but yeah, it was, it was quite a long process last time. Not, nothing against, it wasn't anyone's fault. Obviously we had like, the pandemic which is still lingering and um yeah so it did take a long time but so that's why i'm a bit more attracted to the shorter shorter stuff but um yeah to answer your question i've got a few characters i want to kind of explore which um maybe short form or maybe a slightly more longer um but um yeah we'll see i think i'll be tapping on sean's door and a couple of others just to try and help me um yeah figure those characters out a bit more and then go from there i think yeah, uh, nice. I'd be well up for that. Um, myself, I'm always trying to write uh, stand-up because I think stand-up's quite, it's there, it's rewarding. You can perform and you find out if something's funny or not because people laugh or they don't. Uh, but this time last year, I had an idea for something that I've uh, been thinking about it today. And I actually wanted to talk about it, to Ed about this. So it's quite nice to be able to talk about it now. Last year, I had the idea for a bit of a, a dramedy series, sort of in the vein of Afterlife. So it'd have to be just a, a spec script that's pitched. But it was kind of about uh, a group of people trying to learn stand-up comedy like they do courses. And I was thinking about when I first did a, a stand-up course the amount of different characters we had like guys who just been recently divorced. We had like these uh, ultra feminist young girls who wanted to come up and be funny and tell their stories. And I thought that's such a melting pot. And today whilst uh, at work, I was like, I should really talk to Ed and thrash this idea out. So yeah, that's something that I'll probably do after this podcast. Um, Join us guys for take number three of this interview. Um, we will do this. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, Ed, are you are you working on uh, Wi on Wi-Fi or uh, on 4G? I tried the 4G and it it didn't work. Was um... okay. Um, <laughs> words and stuff. So words I'm just right stuff. right about here. Okay. Uh, how's that looking for you? We can hear you better, but it's just we can see your shoulder. <laughs> it's a great show because you're wearing orange as well it definitely looks like you're in a jumpsuit like you are in full hostage situation it's <laughs> <laughs> obsessed with this where's the, where's the ransom? Yes. What? that looks better actually ed uh that does look a lot better whatever whatever you're doing there don't move don't move don't move don't move don't move okay um i feel like we could do with like an improv center here I'm in Shrewsbury. sat on the wi-fi box <laughs> You, you don't move. You, you're looking yeah. great. Um, I feel like we could do with somewhere where people can get, have the license to go and play with characters on stage without having to bring out the cameras and make something to develop characters. Just somewhere we can go and play uh, because I would love to work on improv. Uh, we've got this 24-hour podcast um, challenge I'm doing in, in September. I'd love to do an hour of improv, get some proper improv stars on and, and have some fun because I feel like... We'll have to get just... winter on, mate. We'll have to get yeah, winter. winter. Be great, yeah. I did a, I did an improv course with Fat Penguin in Birmingham, 
It was great fun. They they call Fat Penguin. That's not a joke. <laughs> they do great. They do great improv courses to anyone who lives over that way. Um, but yeah, I'd be up for that. It'd be great fun. Mm. Yeah. Um, so be a Shrewsbury comedy, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, I think they used to operate in the upstairs room at the OPO. Up. I think your post office. Yeah, there. that was one of the venues, wasn't it? I think they had a few. There's a lady called Beth run it. I'm not sure if it's. I think. I don't know. Um, I think the the Tudor House as well. Is it Henry Tudor House up on the cop? They do a lot of comedy as well. Um, it's, That's it's, the old the, line and tap, isn't it? I yeah yeah. You guys know born to love yeah. buddy. This is this is why we do this thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's the feedback been like um, then, Ed? What what have people been saying about this? Have you had a lot of positive feedback about Country Lines and what you're doing? Yeah, um, yeah. We've we've done a few bits and bobs. So obviously, thanks to you you guys and. Um, uh, Radio Shropshire and a few uh, other things going on, but um, yeah, I actually got a message in the inbox uh, a couple of days ago um, from a chap that runs a Canadian comedy film festival who was like, Oh, I saw your video, really liked it. Um, I really think you should buy, and he was saying some specifics, so I kind of knew that you had actually watched it, which was good. <laughs> um, but um, yes, and uh, I think, do you know what? I think it's just getting in front of the right people, really, because um it's difficult to, to 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 do that and um i kind of always find it a bit a bit of a handicap is that the right word like living in shropshire and trying to meet people in the industry so um yeah i i am keen to be sort of based around here and, and kind of reap the rewards of all the rich funny personalities around here yeah but it does mean that um yeah there aren't so many people in the industry uh in in the county so um i'm just trying to do obviously things like this and other other uh, bits and bobs just to try and um yeah fish out those producers and tv people um that are around um so um like for example uh, uh there's a lady i met on online the other day it's, it's not as old as it sounds and, and she's uh, <laughs> saying that um like she was she's based in shrewsbury and she she won some um awards at like uh can uh, film festival and uh, she's like, yeah, I can, I can, we should meet up, I can help. And I was like, okay, brilliant. So, you know, so I know that people are around. So it's just a matter of like, uh, yeah, just keep keep going and see, see who's about. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Sometimes you, I, I always say about the Shoes of Biscuit, like I like to hire a B-52 bomber, fill it up with just pamphlets of, you know, just posters and stuff, you know, all Shoes of Biscuit and just bomb the whole town with all these leaflets. <laughs> We exist. Like people won't like us, but at least they'll know where we're about. Uh, put you know, the beer down, mate. Put, yeah. put, we've had enough beer, I think. It's Just... true, though. I mean, marketing is a science that it's not. It's not been. Te- it's not been perfected yet. Like, how do you tell people you're here? You know, with and stand out from the noise because um, it's 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 difficult. You know, there are people that are good at it and they can help you, but even that, even then, it's not necessarily guaranteed. You know, it's uh, it's not an easy thing. And when you when you have aspirations like you ed you know and you need the people to to sort of help you develop these ideas it must be quite frustrating especially being in such a um i guess we can call shropshire kind of rural i know we've got kind of like biggish towns but you know compared to places like london birmingham you know uh, big cities difficult yeah 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 um yeah i was quite i was quite by the idea of like um you know putting Shropshire on the map to some respect and that's why I've done like Shropshire Investigates is the kind of uh, faux like holding company of the various 
little mockumentaries that I've done and Wham, I wanted to make a point of it being set in Wham because, um, you know, it is a bit random and I think people like that. And, you know, I think shows like, um, obviously, Alan Partridge was very much based in Norwich. And um, I think that kind of worked in his favour. It was a, a sort of rural and not many people knew about it. And so I think, why can't we sort of do the same for Shropshire in a, in a, in a comedy sense, you know, make... make um, um yeah make make some something of it and uh in in that sense so yeah yeah we'll sort of um see how we go i've kind of lost the point of what i was saying what the question was but um it's been that kind of show ed i think you're onto something though ed there because it doesn't matter if it's rural or city i think (laughs) a lot of good comedy shows just play to where see if look at phoenix nights like that that just plays the area and the characters around the you know the, the the club that they all use and the same with people just do nothing i know it's based in brentford but they, yeah. they i suppose the location gives you your characters and gives you your storylines and it could be anywhere it doesn't you i don't think you necessarily have to be in london for it to work yeah um ned dupree um who is from balls of steel um he's a great yeah, guy I think he people used, like uh, to have a look in the stand uh sorry i didn't mean to cut you off there there's a bit of a delay <laughs> Uh, do you guys know who Ned is? Ned Dupree, who's uh, yeah. he's, he's a cowboy know. hat, balls of steel. He's doing a lot of these. Um, they're not mockumentaries. They're not. What there are is uh, they are um, fake sort of arguments on Facebook. There was one where um, it was like the, the guy was almost a very bright type character, like a, a, a just eat type driver, and the guy was like. You've eaten my pizza, and he goes to the window, and they're having this argument. Guy, uh, t- and then they just label it as delivery. Delivery guy eats pizza, and people think it's real, right? And it's very, it's reality. It's like these things are happening anyway. Let's have some fun and play. And there was another one where a guy sat at the park, same character, but you can't see his face. He's eating a Big Mac, and this girl comes and sits next to him. She's a vegan. She's like, "Oh, you're so cruel eating beef," you know. And they start having this argument. And it's like vegan versus carnivore brilliant you, you tapped into like the, the the phoenix night thing it's it's very there are so many people that are attached to that sort of ideals uh those ideals and people do nothing is very similar to you know it's it's nice to be able to just find those i think you gotta be a genius to get that and i think ed you've got that kind of yeah you look at things and you kind of like what is hot right now uh, mockumentaries you know you got there you did that and i feel like there's, there's room I remember, for um, yeah I think it was um, Ricky Gervais yeah, actually that said um, that uh, so a lot of the things that he makes jokes about, the the subjects aren't funny. You know, the, the stuff that he's taking the Mickey out are not funny, but the fact that he's taking the Mickey out of them is funny. If that makes sense, he said yeah. like you know, and when you when you get that perspective on stuff, then all of a sudden comedy starts making a lot more sense. How about that? How about that? Um, Ed, do you want to tell people or try yeah, yeah. <laughs> to uh, tell people, people where they can f- specifics? Well, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, I love this so much. Um, this is a. Oh, I'll tell you in about five minutes' time. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Um, the uh, <laughs> I know, I know. I see it. I see it. I'm right, I'm right here in the action. I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I 
this is I love this because this is this is this is um perfect because what have we all been doing during lockdown? We've all been on Zoom, on StreamYard, on Skype, whatever it is you've been using. And this in itself is like a parody of lockdown. This is like hold on a sec you know, this is how we've all been living over the last year. This is brilliant. I love it. This is actually our next piece. It's a performance art piece. Ed's, <laughs> Ed's internet is fine. He's currently acting the role. <laughs> he lives in the countryside with bad internet. And, uh, yeah, it's been experimental, but I think it's working. Who's in a hostage situation? Yeah. Um, <laughs> on dial-up. <laughs> and the Sorry, whole thing yeah. of Sean turning up with his hair like that going, are we live? <laughs> yes. Brilliant, guys. Fantastic. Great job. I mean, I, I think this is fantastic. Ed, genius. Absolutely genius. And, uh, well, I, mean, I take it there was no script for this. All improv. <laughs> Plot twist. Sean's actually Bry, and, and Sean's yeah. actually the acting character. <laughs> I love this. Ed, uh, where can people find you, mate? Where, where can people find um, uh, Country Lines? <laughs> Let me go for a lie down, hold on. <laughs> uh, it's officially a website, um, editor.com. Uh, and, um, yeah, you can see the video there and a couple of other bits that I've done, um, which may or may not uh, tickle you. Uh, yeah, so basically just go there or go onto um, YouTube and type in uh, Country Alliance. Amazing. Please watch it, guys. It is very good. Yeah. It's very funny. Um, Bri, is there anything you're working on you want to tell people about? Uh, I've got all my sketch stuff on Facebook on Defini. Uh, it's D E F I N I, and I got my Instagram, my Twitter. If you want to have a look at that, it's Sean Organ One. I often post little things from my stand-up and jokes I've written. So, yeah, cool, amazing. Um, make sure you go, you give these guys some love. I feel like Ed, yeah. there is there's there's a there is something inside you that I feel like we need to see more. Of. Okay, that, that sounds wrong, uh, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Ed is brilliant, and uh, hopefully one day what we can do is I want to I want to start taking out like, because we we usually do these things called open studio sessions, right? Um, and we we start doing them over Zoom. It's seven sort of podcasts in one day, um, and we do uh, hour by hour. I want to start taking that into the community, start doing a bit more out in town, in places we want to do one at the market hall. I've got an idea to do one that I need to ask permission for first before I can sort of announce it. Uh, but lots of great ideas. Um, so maybe we can get Ed <laughs> locally in front of a microphone uh, where we can actually speak to it without any internet problems. Bless you. I know how it feels. I lived like that for a year. It was, it was awful. Um, but if you don't mind, I've got a couple of um, press releases just to, just to read through. Um, this one here is from Shropshire Festivals, and it's it's about the the Tasty Trail. Um, if you've I've done, if you've heard about this, uh, they have so many great initiatives over at uh, Shropshire Festivals. And this one is um, they have decided to release tickets uh, for an event that mixes locally produced food and drink with an eight mile walk near Shrewsbury on May the twenty third, twenty twenty one. The Shropshire Tasty Trail aims to leave muddy footprints, not carbon footprints, with organisers sourcing food, um, sourcing food and drink locally to keep food miles to um, a, me- a minimum. Sorry, excuse me. The eight-mile walk will include three stop-offs where walkers will enjoy a different course. This event was originally planned for May 2020, uh, but was unable to go ahead during the pandemic. Uh, current 
uh, current COVID guidelines will allow the event to go ahead in May this year. However, the previous routes with indoor stop-offs have been exchanged for a fully outdoor COVID-safe um, option, uh, with the trail now starting in Upton Magna Village Hall Car Park. The trail is limited to only 600 places. Uh, which will need to be registered for in advance. Um, Beth Heath, we all love Beth Heath. She's awesome. There she is. There she is. She's amazing. Um, um, Director of Fun at Shropshire Festivals reveals uh, what to to expect from the uh, Shropshire Tasty Trail. Uh, Come on a short journey, on a journey. Uh, It's not short, it's eight miles. Uh, (laughs) Come on a journey. You won't forget if you love walking in great outdoors, socialising with loved ones, eating and drinking delicious produce and supporting local businesses, then this event is perfect for you. so this is on the 23rd of May. Tickets are £29.50 per person, but that includes um, admittance to the walk, a three-mile course along the trail, and a different alcohol drink at each stop, if that's your thing. That's quite cool. 30 quid, three-course meal, some booze, and, you know, only 600, 600 places, though, so make sure you, uh, you get in there quick. Uh, I've only got one more time for uh, time for one more thing. Performers are needed, she says, uh, from Shropshire Festivals. Um, Shropshire Festivals will be holding a free event in Shrewsbury on Sunday, July the twenty fifth, twenty twenty one, to spread uh, some happiness throughout the town, and it's called a Mile of Smiles. Um, uh, will and it will take visitors on a walk through Shrewsbury, where performers and acts will be asked. Uh, with generating smiles along the way the events company yeah, Ed, this might be good for you uh, the event mm. company are seeking out performers entertainers musicians and acts to put themselves forward for the event not only will the event generate some long-weighted fun in the town but also aims to um, entice visitors back into Shrewsbury to support performers who have had a challenging time during the pandemic the mile will finish at Shrewsbury Quarry where local acts Theatre groups and musicians will be performing on a live stage. Um, so make sure, if you want to get involved, um, contact Beth at beth at shropshirefestivals.co.uk. That's the so, one for you, Sean. Possibly, yeah. Will they take Bridge Northians? Take what? Oh, <laughs> Bridge Northians. We don't no. talk about Bridge North, if I'm honest, mate. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't have admit that. I, I'll just keep that on the down low. If I was you. Just. No. No, I'm just it's uh, no, a great town. Uh, I, I've been there drinking a few times. So I've always had a good night. It is actually nice. I like Bridge North. You're welcome um, back anytime, Alex. Thank you. Thank you. Not I'm you. Not, I'm not. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the Wi-Fi like in Bridge North, Sean? <laughs> it's a lot better than Ed's. <laughs> Bless him. He's probably like, I hate these guys. I'm never coming to this show again. Doesn't record the first show. <laughs> <laughs> takes the mickey out of me all the way for his live show um oh bless him um i want to tell you guys as well about we've got on the 29th of um of september we have a, a 24-hour podcast challenge that i'm going to be doing and in, in, to coincide with a international world podcast the international podcast day uh the organizers of international podcast day um in la are aware of what i'm doing uh for this uh this event and they're very excited i'm going to try and raise as much money as i can for lingan davis um they're involved too i've got a meeting on friday uh to try and uh sort of things are moving fast i come up with this idea 
got involved with the right people. Things are moving 90 miles an hour. We have uh, the basis of what could be something great. I spoke to a guy called Jeff Hyman last night, who is um, a, he's a, a, a talent agent in New York. Um, he's worked with the likes of Kevin Smith uh, and um, Ming Chen from Comic Book Man, amongst many other people. He's got the Baja men on his, um, who let the dogs out. Woo, woo. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> he's going to help us out with a few acts uh, to come and join us. We want an hour of comedy, an hour of um, um, uh, improv. We want to speak to great people, uh, celebrities, local people. For this. Make sure you get involved if you can. Um, it's going to be real fun. So that's going to happen on the 29th of uh september right through nine o'clock on the 29th right through to nine o'clock in the morning on the 30th of september it's gonna be insane live like this um all the way through it's gonna be hairy um shane have you got anything to add um no no yeah. i'm just yeah. yeah i'm waiting to see the next uh feature of ed i am I don't, yeah i, I can't, I can't I wait see. to see what ed's got next uh coming up um, what, what he pulls out of his sleeve um, or a tomorrow, tractor, you know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, yes. Uh, tomorrow, I'm, go- uh, I'm going to be in Castlefields tomorrow. I'm meet- meeting with Claire from Lovely Land. Uh, we're going to go for I'm a walk across talk anymore, the- so I know you'll probably get it by the time you clocked off <laughs> and no one's listening. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Ed, you're great. <laughs> I think you've been a really good sport because we- we've just yeah. fun at you all day. Oh, I'll, 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 I think would have cried at this point if it was you. <laughs> and I and I have. I have at this point because I, I live like this for yeah. a year. Bad internet like this. Uh, tomorrow, yes, I'm in Castlefields. I'm going to be walking around with Claire from Lovely Land. I want to find out what they've been up to. They came on our show a couple of years ago. We haven't spoken to them since, so I want to find out what they've been up to, the great things they've been doing around Castlefields. Uh, next week, I'm going to be on the on the Sabrina boat. We're going to be recording a, a podcast there. Um, but yes, um, this has been awesome. Uh, I don't know how to end this now. Ed, uh, thank you so much for joining us. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you've been great. I need I need some stand up comedians for my twenty four hour podcast challenge. So yeah. Maybe I'll get in touch and uh, we can get some together, guys. Thank you very much for listening, Shane. You've been awesome. Right, let's get out of here. This has been <laughs> right. Peace, Peace out, guys. guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.